Street. Say hello to our co-host Tracy Parr. Hi. <laughs> We're sharing a microphone again today. It doesn't happen very often but when it does happen it makes me very happy um, but it's also a little bit of a dance here in the studio because we have to um, yeah share a microphone. Anyway this week, um, this episode should I say, we are going to be talking to some very special guests as we like to do. Um, the first of our two guests today, yes it's a double act, um, has been a creative media coordinator, a store owner, content writer, an editor, and currently works at the community radio station called Microbrew Radio. And the second guest also worked in same said store, was also a content writer, freelance writer and illustrator, and also works at Microbrew Radio. Please welcome our guests, J-Man and Matt. Hello. Hello. Oh, lovely. <laughs> what an intro. Now, some of you might remember, Matt is actually our producer for the show, but we wanted to get him on along with his um, business partner. Yeah. yeah. yeah That's fair. Yes. Yeah. Um, just so that they could talk a little bit about the community radio. And what we do try to do with this podcast is explore different types of placemaking. And it was actually Trey's suggestion that we got gents on. Do you want to explain why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pause. Uh, long, long, long pause. Um, so, like we described with the, the children, essence of place can come about in lots of different ways. You've got your heritage, which we have looked into. We've got arts. But there's always the community element that is often overlooked in placemaking sort of pushed in at the end um, and it's so important to support and encourage the community voice in all elements and that's why I think this radio station is wonderful oh thank you Thanks. that was a really nice endorsement for the you yeah. can just you can yeah. clip that and use yeah that yeah that's it yeah that's the new uh, that's the new microbe radio theme <laughs> <laughs> pounds please <laughs> fair price to be fair yeah that's good that's so, what, so what i guess we wanted to do um today is maybe look at um the starting point um for the radio station why you guys decided you wanted to go down this route which kind of feels to me like it was a passion project that got out of hand <laughs> is, that, is that a fair description yeah i think most things we do it, it, that is a fair description it really is but yeah. it's the nicest way for something to grow as well yeah yeah um but also t take us through how it started and how you've got to the position you are in now and if you can just sort of then run through the types of shows that you have the kind of people that you work with um and what your hopes for the future are so a little question <coughs> Okay. Well, uh, what do you want me to take it, or do you? Yeah, you yeah. Go, you okay. Go ahead. So, started off. Um, me and Jay have done podcasts. Um, over the years, we've done two different podcasts, and then yeah. we've sort of featured on loads of others and guested. Uh, particularly, so we've done we've done one before we started our shop together, which was Super Shakes. Um, then during that, obviously, we didn't really have time because, you know. Running a, business running a business, running a business, running a shop as well. It's just it's nonstop. <laughs> yeah. So, but then a lot of people were sort of coming in that that did podcasts or 
Um, some people wanted to do a podcast and they recorded it in the store um, and they just sort of ended up dragging us in on it and because we'd done it before and we were like, oh yeah, well we've not done that in a while and it saves us having to set our own up and stuff. And that was really, you know, really fun. So then once we left there, after a while we decided to start a new podcast uh, which was all about cartoons, wasn't it? Yeah, Toon Jam. So every week we watch a new cartoon and then uh, we talk about it. It's that It was that easy. Yeah. We figured, I mean, we'd watched plenty of cartoons between us over the years. So we're like, we have, you know, some mild expertise as far as, the, <laughs> you know, just watching cartoons goes. The so. discerning viewer. Yes. yes yeah. Yeah, yeah, quite. But um, it was, it kind of came out as well. That that was sort of like, you know, whenever, you, like, obviously we're, we're in a society at the moment that is like drenched in nostalgia. Yeah. And everyone remembers their sort of stuff they watch when they're like, oh, it was so good when we were a kid and now it's rubbish. And we were kind of like, well, well, was it that good? So let's go through and watch them and see how good or bad it was. I recently rewatched Penelope Pitstop oh, yeah? um, because my daughter's called Penelope <laughs> um, and it seemed like the right thing to do. And I remember watching it thinking, ooh, hmm, it's not necessarily something I want to share with my five-year-old. Yeah, that's what I say. When you watch old cartoons, always review them first. Oh like, go over them. You're so right. And because I remember it being spigging amazing. And it's still funny from like a nostalgia. Yeah. I, don't, I quite like still watching it. It makes me chortle. But I don't know. The stuff that's coming out now <laughs> is so much better yeah. in yeah. so many ways. And they're going to like it more anyway because it's more fit for their generation. Uh, but any, I mean, getting, getting aside, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was fun. And then we kind of were like, well, we'd love to do some live radio. Try to get in hospital radio. But the, the hospital in Burton, we just, we just couldn't get through to them. Um, we, I think we kind of came down to the conclusion that it was actually just a playlist and no one was running from it anymore. Still not really sure, because I think the website's still there and stuff, but we just absolutely couldn't get through to anyone. So we were like, well, why, you know, we can't be the only ones. Let's start our own. And then from there, you know, we got the ball rolling and we got uh, our friend Tom involved. And before you knew it, you know, we, we'd, we'd got a plan in place. I yeah, we, we, we started something and then it was the beginning of 2020. <laughs> the fabled year uh, when everything goes right for everybody uh, a few months in to after, uh, you know. Do you know, your timing and our timing was just spectacular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think, I mean, for you, it actually turned out to be really, really good. I yeah. think it was like super, I mean, what a thing for the town that was. No, yeah, I mean, so for those of you who don't know, we kind of started <laughs> our business in 2020, uh, well, uh, slightly before then, I suppose, but um, we launched our first ever trail in our ha- hometown during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so whilst you're right, Matt, it ended up people needed it and they really yeah. appreciated it. Um, a lot of this sort of behind the scenes stuff just became very difficult yeah. and very hard. But then I don't have to tell you guys that because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. I mean, especially from like a, a funding side, which yeah. is obviously, it doesn't work without the funding. Mm. Um, no one wanted to give money away because they couldn't, you know. Yeah. It was understandable. You weren't like angry. It was just like, well, yeah. oh man. like Just bad timing on our Yeah, part. what That's can what we do? Like. But you didn't let it stop you though, did you? No, no. no so, so we kind of pivoted really. So we, we did most of our, we, we did all of our shows <laughs> on Facebook um, during that time. So we wanted to do the radio and obviously we didn't want to just kind of wait to ride it out. Especially after, you know, when, when all that stuff kind of started, it begins with like, well, this will all be over next week. Don't worry about it. It'll be, it'll be gone. And then you wait that week and then it's like, next month. It's going to be, we're back to normal next month. 
And so we did a few of those and then realized, oh yeah, it's not going to go away very quick. So uh, we went on Facebook and kind of launched the radio in a kind of in a different way um, in, with video. Um, and that's where we met a lot of our presenters now is through Facebook. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that was that was kind of a, a good way for us to get um, a little kind of collection of people together. We we started getting a bunch of listeners there. Some of our regulars will probably know us from Facebook. Um, and then when we could, uh, when this year finally started, after many Facebook shows, many specials of you know a Christmas one and how a, many a Halloween shows ones. did you did you do in the end? Do you know? Do you have numbers? I don't, we we sort of stopped counting, but I mean yeah. it was two and a half years worth every week. Yeah. So you know, yeah, and, yeah, and, and that was yeah. So, but what's interesting is obviously that was a lot of shows. Um, but since we've started now, me and Jay do, uh, you know, one show, what like a show a day every weekday. Uh, we've now done way more than yeah. we ever did on Facebook, just after having been open six months. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty mad, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it just accelerates really. Yeah. Yeah. Every day, every weekday. Every yeah, weekday, every yeah. Weekday. 12 till 2. <laughs> Microbrew Radio. That's it. That's where to find it. <laughs> there we go. We've <laughs> yeah. got the plug in there. there yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so now now we're in the studio. Um, the one benefit is that we don't actually go on camera. So for those people that are camera shy, um, <laughs> Tilly says this, that she <laughs> raises her phone towards me. <laughs> you just reminded me I need to do a photograph <laughs> yeah. for the show notes. <laughs> Um, so uh, that was something that the Facebook people were kind of apprehensive about was, oh, I've got to be on, people are going to see me and I'm online. Um, so we've taken that aspect away, but you are on radio still, so we will hear your voice. Um, but that means that a lot more people are kind of eager to get on because they, they, you know, they don't like having their face on, but they do want to talk and they want to speak. So now we've got a bunch of shows um, here in the studio that people come down to and record we do have some that are re- you know recorded remotely and they send us stuff in but a lot of the people come down to the studio now so we can see them in person and what kind of shows are you finding that you've got because I mean from your regard you've always run this station as a if you've got a story to tell if you have a voice and you want to share something we will let you share it yes yeah, yeah. Do, do you vet anything do you have any stipulations and what kind of shows do you have on yeah, I guess as far as stipulations, um, we we do say, I mean, no, like no swearing. Uh, if you really can't stop yourself from swearing, it's going to have to be a sort of a nighttime slot because we're internet radio. We can kind of govern ourselves in that sense. So if if you really are going to swear, you're not going to be on till really late at night. Um, the other thing is uh, like no hate speech, which I think is, I guess, the same for anything. Yeah, um, really. Um, but luckily, we've not really had any any issues with anything that people have sort of produced and and come up with. So you know, it is a case of yeah, just if you're if it's something you're interested in, there's odds are that someone else will be. Yeah, yeah, we've been pretty lucky, really, with the, with the presenters and the content that we've had. It's all been it's all been pretty good, and um, yeah, there's it, it really is kind of an open door policy. A lot of the time, it's it's a case of. If someone actually gets to the point where they get in contact with us, we message them back. Uh, we usually invite them down to the studio first to just kind of have a chat, have a look around and see what's going on. Um, if, if they get past that point and then get to the point of doing their first show, they're pretty much, you know, capable of, of you know, knowing what you'd kind of expect on radio, knowing what to do and being able to, to do their, their show. And then it's, it just goes from there, really. So if, the, if, the, if you get past those hurdles you've generally got a show that's going to be ongoing. So, yeah, that's that's really all it takes. And um, what kind of shows have you got on at the minute? 
we've got all sorts, haven't we? So, yeah. you know, we've got a lot of music shows. Uh, we've just got a couple of new dance shows. Uh, our show is pretty much straightforward, what you'd expect from a radio show, maybe a bit sillier. You know, we yeah. just kind of do just stupid news and play kind of the music we do. We try to keep it upbeat, don't we? Yeah, less information probably than more than, than yeah. regular <laughs> news shows. Uh, we've got shows um, with, you know, more with local music in mind. Um, there's a show about pool, yeah, um, which is really popular. So, you know, it sometimes seems obscure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as in pool, the sport. Yeah. Um, not, swimming. Uh, yeah not swimming. Not swimming. Yeah. <laughs> pool, <laughs> the table billiard yeah. version of the I of was pool. trying to sign yeah. Which, yeah. which pool. Was it the queue pool <laughs> or was it the swimming pool? Mm. Pool. You could have pool. a queue for the swimming pool, though. So you see where yeah. where the issues. I thought you'd pushed here. somebody into a pool with a stick. <laughs> Clearly, I just need to stop signing things yeah, and just say. Yeah, into just the ask. Microphone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a sports show as well. Uh, we're you know covering local sports. We, we we do have all sorts, don't we? It's yeah, a politics show. Um, we we and, and again, we're always looking for more. That's yeah. One of the things I really love about your ethos is the fact that you are really really genuinely searching and looking for local voices and really genuinely want to give them a platform what do you think is the importance or how important is it to be able to give that voice to the local community i mean i i be a big part of it is so that other people can hear it as well um so you know you you tell your story and then it's, you know everyone's got prejudice like somewhere uh, I know some people have more than others, um, and it generally comes from ignorance. So if other people can hear your story, then that could in some way change their mind. Um, sometimes it's just a case of changing, you know, we've got John who does the Wheel of Life. He's got cerebral palsy, um, and it's changing the way people sort of think about, you know, we all know about disability access and stuff, but it's easy if you don't have anyone in your life to not, think much of it so like if you know say you i don't know you have a you own a building and it's not got a ramp but you don't know anyone that's got a wheelchair so you're like well it doesn't matter i mean as just as an example and and you know hearing their stories really helps to then think actually yeah i guess you know these people do exist you know in in my area as well it's something local i think that's a big big part of what's important about sharing your story but it's also letting people be heard as well and sh- like sharing your story can it, it it's it's an it's a nice feeling isn't it it gives you confidence builds you up and makes sure that you don't feel lonely i think that's a big part of it one of the things that um i really love are the connections that people have made since being involved in the radio station so you're talking about john and he recorded a song didn't he with the local musician lady Yes, Terry yeah, Terry Ann, yeah. He's he's done he has done all sorts since The man's <laughs> a legend. Yeah, he's a busy man. He's yeah. busier than us. Like. So I mean he now works at Burton Albion. Um the football club. The, yeah, the local football club. Uh, and he's training to be a coach, um, which for someone that can't use his feet, you know, he's so like he's, he's just constantly amazed by everything that sort of happens to us and probably gives us more credit for everything that's happened than he has given himself in it in yeah. a way. But yeah, I mean, it, it, you don't know where it's going to take you because you meet guests, you meet new people and then you meet, you get new opportunities as well. So 
yeah. is a way of networking, I suppose. Yeah, it? it is. I mean, and, and that's kind of like a big way for it to make a difference. But I think there's there's also just like little subtle ways in which it helps, like just having somebody that's different than you running a show. And if you tune into them and you can be like, oh, this person's all right. You know, maybe you don't cross paths with somebody from like, you know, a different culture somebody who's you know got different interests to you and you just don't really have that perspective like you say it's it's if you don't have somebody in your life that is you know has something different from you you kind of you know especially today we kind of stay in our own bubbles you know you don't really go out of your way to try and meet and people or you know kind of interact with anybody outside of your network so even just tuning into the radio for a little bit and having a different voice on there might be something that just gives you a, a different perspective, like even if it's just in a tiny way. And so I think, you know, that that's a nice tiny little knock-on effect that it can have as well to just kind of bridge people. Look at you guys spreading positivity. <laughs> I love that. Um, so you, tell me a little bit about what you hope will happen in the next 12 months or even longer, but what what is your vision for microbrew? Mm. Um, well, I mean... We, we really want the radio to, to grow, obviously. We want more and more presenters. We want more and we want diverse voices on, on the station so that we want this to kind of be Burton's radio station. You know, I mean, it is Burton's radio station. There really isn't like a, another community radio. Yeah, you're it. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of are it. Uh, we kind of get that by default, though. We didn't really have to earn that one. <laughs> um, but... You felt you felt you found a gap and you filled it. We so did. There's nothing wrong with that, and that's a wicked place to start from. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, but we we want to kind of you know we want the community to kind of feel like that's the perspective of of microbrew radio as well. In that you know this is their radio station. This is where they will hear the voices of Burton. You know this is where people from the area um, can can be themselves, can talk about what they like, can talk about Burton, and essentially you know, just get everyone together in a, you know, under the radio. And then wherever that spreads, even better. But we really do just kind of want it, want to make it more present so that people know about it, so that they've got the opportunity to come and and share their voice. Um, And yeah, really, you know, just kind of take it to new places, do do more events, spread the news of microbrew, um, and just spread it to more areas, I think. Um, I think, yeah, the, the bigger it gets, it because it is a community project, the more it, it does kind of benefit the town, I believe. Um, and I think we'll see more of that as we get more shows and more people involved. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think like a big part of it as well is sort of almost like, I mean, at the moment we've kind of, I guess, and, and, and you have to, we've kind of become the face of Microbrew Radio mm. because we're running it and stuff. But it, but that's, like I always say, that's not the point of, of Microbrew Radio. The, the point is that it should be everyone that's involved with it. It's It's sort of everyone's the face um so that's something i would like to get to a point where it becomes you know we're going to do a big group photo (laughs) yeah that would that that would would be good yeah i mean we have to get them all in on the same day which is yeah hard enough but But one day we we should get the big photo yeah Yeah, that would be wicked but uh, yeah imagine if if this station was you know the, the place where everybody knew where to get their information where to tune in you know, if it's like, oh, there's something going on in Burton, I'll just tune into the radio. I'll find it out sometime soon. If we had that just as a tool for everybody, I think that'd be amazing. Yeah. I love the ambition of the project as well. And I love the fact that you do have people's individual voices at the heart of the whole project. It's just really important. And if 
anybody is listening to the podcast who are hoping to or thinking about starting up a community radio where they are for their community and for where they live have you got any top tips or any hell don't do this is <laughs> um i guess i guess the big thing is just you know oh, like talk to it like what's what's cause i mean the only before we did this obviously we run a shop everyone gives you their ideas and you just like leave me alone your idea is terrible i don't want to you know, they're like, do you know what you should do? You should cut kids' hair as well. And it's like, why would it, it's in milkshakes. Like, what, why would I want hair everywhere? Um, but with, with, you know, a community radio, everyone's ideas actually, it's like... Are valid, yeah. yeah. it's like, actually, yeah, you could do that. And, yeah, I, I guess to a degree, because we couldn't... If someone said, you should cut children's hair here, then it'd be like, well, no, that, that doesn't work. But ASMR is a yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and, and the good thing is, when anyone says it, you can say, well, will you come on and do that? Yeah. Then and then you know you've got that, but yeah, I think it's taking taking as many ideas as you can on board, and you know, don't be precious with it. Yeah. That's that's what I would say. Yeah, just be open to everything. I think because yeah. you know everyone's got a good idea, like everyone's a voice. And when it when it is community radio, you really don't need to close the door on on too many ideas because they they they're still you're still getting community radio no matter what it is. You know, it doesn't. It, there's no specific subject. And, you know, you, you, you kind of get the, uh, there's kind of a glaze there of professionalism and what big radio is and stuff. Yeah. And we're kind of on the other side of that. So it's like, you know, okay, so maybe your first show isn't the most well-produced thing that's ever happened, you know, in, in radio history. But that's fine. It's community radio. You've managed to do something and, you know, it's the first step in many. So, you know, as, we, as you get better, you will learn. And we've seen this ourselves in the... Yeah. We, our confidence grows. We, our shows get a little bit better. They sound a little bit better as they go on. Um, so it really is just a learning curve. So just the more open you are, I think the better you 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 end up with a better community station. Yeah, as a yeah, result, definitely. I'm going to ask the question you don't want me to ask. <laughs> okay. Oh. How hard is it to get funding, and how difficult is that journey? Yeah, it is r- really hard. Really hard to get funding um, because really you've got to sell the idea to everyone else and you know people and no one's really said it's a bad idea but it's trying to sell it to people in the idea that what you're what you're doing when you support us you're supporting the station you're not necessarily creating something that's going to be you know some sort of riches tycoon mm-hmm. um because that's not that's not the point yeah. it's it's the idea that you are supporting a community project um, so yeah, I guess if you that's that's a big hurdle that you are going to come up against, and you are going to have to sell uh, as best you can. Um, and again, and I think the best thing you can do with that, and the thing that we've benefited from so much, is getting other people, you know, like involved in a way. Like you, you, your positivity will then spread to others, and a lot of people won't get it. Some people will, and they'll help you, and never turn it away. Yeah, it is. It is a strange product to try and sell because it's it's not really it's not always clear cut what it is you do, and especially if they don't really get it as well. Unique, isn't it? It is. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're an odd business in a way. Um, it, I mean, we're not really a business. It's that, that, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Like so, you know, if you're if you're coming in, all those businesses that are coming, like, how do we make money out of this? You're not really going to make money out of it in in that sense. Um, it really is. You know, you, you're kind of giving back. Um, so again, a much harder sell. Um, but yeah, the more people that get involved, they get passionate about it. They end up kind of sharing it a bit more, and it does grow organically in a nice way. And that's what's good about it. So we we have had, you know, we, we've had help from from places that we'd have never got in touch with. It's you know three people away from us, so that's that's really nice. 
So I think, you know, if you if you manage to ride out the wave, ride out the storm, um, and eventually it will get a little bit easier as it goes on, or at least we're hoping it stays yeah. <laughs> getting easier. Yeah, but yeah, it is, and it is very much a storm, and you do have to, like, you know, it will affect everyone around you as well if it's something you are really going to get involved with. Um, but, there, you know, you, you will, if you stick to it, you can float. Yeah. But this is this is sort of where change happens though isn't it it's, it's people who have a real passion and a drive and a want to make a change or create a platform i guess in this case as well no matter what yeah. <laughs> and, and you know you, you kind of the these amazing projects they deserve more support than they sometimes get mm. and it's just trying to figure out a way of being able to make projects like this sustainable yeah 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 and it is it's a very good point and like i say luckily we've had some really good support off off you know a few people and you know we're we're so thankful for like everyone that's helped us everyone that's sponsored us so far and and got us to this point and and you know if you get the you know go to your council and stuff go go to people that you know that that should be involved in it and and try and get back in from them and stuff like that that's what that's what's benefited us so much and yeah it really is like a collective in in itself you know we couldn't have done this on our own you know like we say we, we seem to be the faces of the radio but it, it wasn't us that got it here on on our own backs you know yeah. we we needed the support and we need support going forward so uh yeah it's it's going to be a case of trying to you know struggle to get that funding you know week after week month after month year after year but it's it's worth it because it's it's not going to just us it's going to everybody so it, you know it's one of those things that it's it, you know we you do you do need help from from everywhere else and you do have to be you know aware of that when you start it up if you're not good with people then you might have some trouble there <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know what like you know having run a shop which you know everyone can see you sell things you get money it's mm. pretty straightforward mm. that was way more stressful and yeah. like you you know you've got way more on the line with something like that. Mm. So as hard as it is, I think it's hard whatever you do. If you're going to go all in, it's going to be hard. You've got to choose your hard, haven't you? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, uh, you know, this has been this has been longer longer going to get to a point, but it's still nowhere near as, you know, we that was that was difficult. The shop was hard. Like, we're both kind of mildly traumatised from certain <laughs> yeah. moments of, of setting up Super Shakes. Yeah. Like, I think we both have specific... Like, we can say something to each other and we'll both, like, our eyes will glaze over because we both it's, remember, Yeah, it's a, like, sh- a shiver moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was that was rough. Yeah. Um, but this really hasn't had any of those. No, those no. Moments. So, we're, you know, as of yet, luckily. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a challenge? <laughs> But that's it. I mean, this, the point, I guess the point you stop laughing uh, yeah. at things is, is the point, you know, this is really, really horrible. Mm. And we've not had that yet, so. No. <laughs> I just whispered at Trey because we're sharing a microphone. Do you have any questions? <laughs> it's the way she slapped my leg. Yeah. Like, Come she on, did then. a little drum on your leg. That was good. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, so what you were saying about laughing about things. So obviously those that have listened to us before know that we ask questions at the end of our interviews, but you've got your own questions that you asked to guess to add in like a little bit of fun. You do, Can you give yeah. us some examples of what questions you would ask? Ask and us, ma- ask us. Uh, oh. 
she doesn't like me having no, the mic. No, that's it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and maybe fire some at us. Thank you very yeah. much, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you got any off the top of your head, Jay? I can Silly try and questions. get some up right now. I mean, we've got some classics such as, you know, um, how many Skittles can you fit in your mouth at once? Um, so we, we've heard about this one before. We mm. think it's, what, two small bags or one share size bag? Oh. Yeah. We, it actually became a bit of a discussion after we heard <laughs> you say it. Really? Did you, did you attempt to measure this accurately by... No, it's all theoretical. Okay, okay. That's good. No, we, will, we are up for a challenge, though, so if yeah. you want to buy the Skittles... The Skittles. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can figure this out. Um, there's also, what is the worst smell in the world? So, yeah, that's a classic. Mm. The worst smell. Um, failure. There we go. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Yeah, that's... That's deep. Okay. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. I'm poised and ready. Oh, yeah. sorry. Okay. Um, who would win in a fight, uh, Mario or Sonic? Sonic. Yeah, I think Sonic would win. Only really? because Mario seems to be like that incompetent <laughs> Mamma mia. Wow, that is. <laughs> Sonic just seems more like on the ball <laughs> or yeah. in a ball, maybe. So, <laughs> I ap- apologies to Mario fans out there. Uh, I love Mario. Please don't think I don't. But genuinely, I don't quite know how he's managed to have his own franchise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I picked Sonic because I once had a dream where I married Sonic. Oh, so it's more of a a love thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, me and Sonic got Mm. married in my dream. Mm. He sort of he proposed and he got very panicked because he couldn't find a ring. I know, I ran it. So he like ran all around trying collecting rings, trying Mm. to find the perfect ring for me. Um, And he ended up coming back with a Pepsi ring pull. Oh no! Um, And we got married, and it was very lovely. And that's that's all. Sonic wins for me. I, I mean, that's if you can say yes after a Pepsi ring pull, yeah. you must have really been in love. I love mm. Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realise that when I was playing the Sonic game, those rings that I was collecting was actually trying to find you a ring. Absolutely. The perfect yeah. ring. It makes you want to go back and play it. It does, yeah. yeah. It's a real different perspective. Like, yeah. He's such a romantic, that guy. <laughs> Who knew? This isn't the way I thought this episode was going to go. But also, maybe Sonic Marries Tracy is a good episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's later the down the line. Is here. Yeah, um, yeah. I was gonna. I don't know if you had any more questions. So. Oh, I was going to say stop there. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, was gonna, I figured three was enough. Yeah. Um, okay, so we get to ask you ours okay. now. The, usually, the first question that we'll ask is, um, w- "Have you seen a really great piece of placemaking recently?" But I, well, I wanted to put a little bit of a radio spin on that. So, what's the best community episode that you've heard recently? That's inter- that's interesting. What as in on our own radio or I mean Possibly. I mean we yeah. don't listen to any other community radio <laughs> yeah. simply just because we're not from those communities. Yeah. But um that's really do- I mean it's hard to pick something on our own radio station because yeah. it's like picking a favorite almost. Yeah. So well just one that has stood out for you recently. Oh gosh. Have you got any of It's tough. No, I'm, I'm trying to think. There's, there's so many, you know, here every week we see them all come in. Yeah, it's... Um, and I, I think it's... I don't know. The guys Pick who have one! A, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, there's guys who have a lot of fun in the studio. Um, when uh, Andy and Russ are in, so we've got a new punk show coming out um, soon. Um, and that that was uh, the, the two presenters, Andy, who... Um, he does loads of shows for us. He's probably, we've decided that he's probably on track with me and Matt and I for how many shows he does. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he, does, he does several and he's been doing them for years since Facebook. Uh, he, he managed to get in touch with uh, a local uh, punk band frontman 
and they're doing a punk show together. And the first time he came into the studio, he was terrified. Uh, he was he was really nervous, and he, he just wanted to kind of settle down. So he came in with some um, some beverages to give him some some, some uh, encouragement. And as we sat in the other room, we just kept hearing ring pulls go. Uh, <laughs> one after theme, the other. theme of the day. Yes, yeah. So um, they, yeah, they, and then by the time the episode finished, he was he was loving it. He was re- he was really in a good mood. He was enjoying himself, and you can tell that they'd, they'd really had fun like in the studio together they'd just been chilling out they're just listening to tracks giving their own opinions you know it was it was a really relaxed affair but like to see him kind of turn around in the studio that that was really fun and then to just become this kind of other personality and they they're just enjoying themselves like you know sharing sharing stories and just having fun so that that was a good one it, it wasn't something you know you'd be like go out and You've got to check this one out. It was just a good one to listen to, I think. So, yeah. Um, from from a from our perspective as well. Yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, there's been there's a lot of you know, you know, episodes with guests on, and you you learn a lot that you you probably never even thought. So there was um again, it was Andy. He does a show called Soundtrack of Your Life, and he he basically gets guests on, asks them to pick sounds songs that remind remind them of things in their past. And he did one recently with a guy called. Uh, Kevin Holdgate, and this was, and it was essentially a, a brass band episode, like all the songs that he picked. Do you want me to repeat that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was essentially a brass band episode, so all the songs he picked were brass band ones. He was he played in the the soundtrack for Brassed Off and things like that. Um, but he he sort of told his story um, about like what he did during lockdown, and he he used to play on the streets and stuff for everyone, and it was just really like quite moving actually and something like that where you're like if i just said to you oh there's a brass band episode of this you you might just be like well, okay i'm not into brass band so whatever um but it was really like just re- really surprising and touching and just dead not and i think stuff like that where you see things where uh, that are part of nothing that you would ever really touch on um and it's the same with like the pool show and stuff seeing it take off those kind of things, I think they're the moments where you're like, that's something that's really working and you're dead happy for whoever's involved because yeah. it's not really, and it's not really something all you've done is just say yes. So it's not yeah. really something you've done. That's it. It's such a weird thing to like get praised for because it's like, you never feel like you did anything. No, you just sat in, in a room. It's just like, like oh, someone else we were just everything. here and then we never gave Never underestimate how important giving someone a platform is. I suppose, I suppose that's the thing. Like you kind of forget about it after you've done it for so long. It just kind yeah. of, you're like, well, it's here now. So we've, we've kind of done it. But <laughs> yeah, then you, you get someone like Dave's getting all sorts of pool guests in. And first of all, I don't know, neither of us know pool. So wouldn't know who to get in the first place. And would never have thought to try and get in touch with these people. And then suddenly he's doing interviews with, you know, world champions and stuff like that. And it's yes. fantastic. Like from our perspective, it's like that's somewhere we'd have never done Again, on your own, you can only go so far. But you know, given given people, you know that you know just the, the chance to come and do it. Now Dave's, you know, big pool guy in the scene. So um, it's, yeah, it's, it's be, really they good. become like the face of their community. As yeah, well, yeah, they really like do. That. And it's a, a part of, and that's kind of the, the bridging between them is is what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you whisper it, I'll say it. <laughs> Hang on, let me remove my headphone. How do you get over creative block? Or tips for getting over creative block? Which one do you want? Tips or how? 
Second question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you suggest getting over creative block? Mm. It's a difficult one because, you know, it's horrible when you get it. Um, easiest thing, it, I, I, like, I guess, and it's probably, well, I know I've heard it on here a few times. I've thought about it every time. It's like, yeah, I don't know what else you can do. But, I mean, leaving it, just leaving it alone for a couple of weeks. Mm. I guess going to a point where you've actually forgotten what you were doing and then going back to it and then re... I, mean, I, guess, I guess for us, you know, it was when we were doing our writing. That's kind of when you'd get it the most. Yeah. You go back to it and you're like, well, what was I doing that? What, what was that about? And then you can kind of go back. Usually it's something, say you're 50% in and you don't know what's wrong. It's usually something that's probably 2% in that's the problem. So yeah. it's worth going over everything. Yeah. Um, I would say it's it's usually further back than you think. You keep trying to re like, you know, go back a little bit and a little bit, but it's usually more work than it seems. I would say, but then once you get going, it's not. Yeah, I don't know. and I think I think as well, like if you just in general, I think if you if you start to embrace the editing process, enjoying editing, it suddenly you can you can leave things at any stage and go back to it, and then you, you've got a bit more. You know, there's a bit more motivation behind to be like, oh, let's clean this up and get it sorted. Um, another thing I'd use is it's I'd say is just find other influence. Go and indulge in some of the, you know things that you enjoy. You know, w- even if it's not in the same medium that you do in, just go and enjoy the things that you like. Go get stuck into things that give you inspiration, and sooner or later, like something will click. There'll be something in there that you can use because that thing that you're working on is still in the back of your mind somewhere, and it just needs to make like a new connection. So just go find something else that's different and, and exciting. And uh, that sh- that will help sooner or later. And and I mean, it sounds daft, but don't worry about the quality because you can sort that out later. Yeah, you know, you can go back over it. That's and the edit. Yeah, yeah, that's the point. So as long as you manage, you know, to put the puzzle together, mm. get it sorted. It it could be absolutely rubbish, but then you can go back and change it and make it amazing. Then I think that's some. Sometimes you could worry too much. Like, ah, it's not good enough. It's not good enough, yeah. and that can block you. And the last question, at the end of the episode, um, gents, if there's one thing that you could suggest to people to fall back in love with where they live, what would that be? Get involved, I think. like That's a, a big part of it. Um, because it is easy to be like, yeah, this is all rubbish. But why is it rubbish and what's missing? Uh, I mean, that's what it was for us, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Like, you know, what's, what's missing? Something we want to do. Um, and then if everyone did that, then it's going to be a much better place. Make a change, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think that's kind of what we've been trying to do. That's what we tried to do with Super Shakes. That's what we tried to do with the, with the radio. You yeah. know, to try and put, put something into the town to make it exciting. You know, if it's like, oh, well, if only we had one of these. If there isn't one, you kind of have to make it. Yeah. It's, it's either you do it or you, you can't wait for somebody else to. You've got to do it. So, yeah. And if somewhere else is so much better, why is it? And, you know... If it's going to be because it's got a beach, then you're not going to, you're never going to be happy, are you? So it's, but you know, <laughs> no, we we are probably in the very, very, very centre of the yeah. UK. Exactly, here, yeah. As far as you can possibly be from yeah. any so beach. So you know, if that's your problem, then I guess you, you probably just, but get creative. You can <laughs> yeah, make a beach themed <laughs> place, beach themed cafe. You can get real sand. You can have a little wave machine. Make your own you beach. There's a beach. A kid's beach yeah, at Brett B Garden Centre, yeah. which is just down the road from here, because I often take my kiddos. There you so go. there you go. There's so a way around everything. Nothing's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Amazing. 
Well, gentlemen, thank you so, so much. We really appreciate your time. Um, and we know we kind of sprung this on you a little bit. And it's very early for James. <laughs> for me, it is. It's so early. I'm not awake. <laughs> I know. And he wouldn't even have any coffee. You guys are just drinking water, aren't you? I'm drinking yep. water, yeah. God, I don't even know why we're friends. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for everything you do for the community in Burton. I think it's wonderful. This platform is just so valuable. So, so valuable. Oh, thank you. Can we give them another cheer and a clap? I think. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so before we go, just to let you know that you can subscribe and you can also maybe leave some reviews for us. That will help the uh, podcast to grow. Other than that, we'll see you in the next episode. It's goodbye. Hey, nobody said goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Sorry. No, Bye. Was... <laughs> oh, wait. No. Um, so we haven't covered how people can listen to microbrew. Oh, well, let's do the ending all again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's the end of this episode. We want to thank very, very much to the wonderful J-Man and Matt. Thank Thank you you very, very much indeed. Can you tell us a little bit about how we can listen to the radio? Yes, uh, you can go over to microbrewradio.com and just press play at the top. Easy peasy. Uh, We're on Alexa. So you can say Alexa launch microbrew radio. Uh, Make sure those spaces are in there. And of course, we have an app which is available on the App Store and the Google Play Store so fancy (laughs) well thank you very very much indeed join us again next episode for another uh, interesting interview or discussion about placemaking goodbye Street is a Making Trails podcast produced by Matt Reed at Microbrew Radio with co-host Tracy Parr and hosted by Tilly Bancroft. Oh, okay. So it's going. Um, so you are ready to go whenever. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>